if you call yourself a woman, a mother, a Christian, and you happen to be running for public office in Italy, you just might be a right-wing fascist. The feminists don't like a woman running as prime minister of Italy? Not only the feminists don't like it, but the liberal media here in the States don't like it either. Big time. Pro-life activists are getting arrested at gunpoint in front of their children for violating a little-known act of law in the United States. It's weird. And we introduce a new segment all here today on the Palmetto Family Matters podcast. Welcome into the fastest growing conservative podcast in the state of South Carolina. Justin Hall and Dave Wilson here with you kicking off the week. And we kick off the week in Italy with a major story that broke over the weekend. And of course, the reverberations were felt on Monday. But here we are on a Tuesday talking about it. Giorgia Maloney is going to be the first female prime minister, Dave, in the history of Italy. And you would think that this would be a great thing for women across the world and yet... Women run the world is what I've heard. And, and, yeah, and yet if you're a conservative and you're a woman, just like we saw with our the woman from The View, what's her name? Asuncion? I can't pronounce that because I'm too dumb. It's Sunny. Sunny turned around and made a deal about the fact that, you know, Nikki Haley was refusing to embrace her identity. And yet, Sunny, you go by a different name too. Well, now you flip the... the, the argument here and you've got a conservative woman who is now the prime minister elect of Italy. She has to form the coalition now. Right. But she's already beginning to do these things and the mainstream media apparently got the talking points. Voters in Italy tomorrow appear poised to make a hard right turn. The woman expected to become prime minister leads a party with roots in neo-fascism. The hallmarks of Italian fascism like this motto. God, fatherland, and family. A far-right political party whose roots go back to post-World War II neo-fascists. Far-right political party whose roots go back to post-World War II neo-fascists. Roots in Italy's post-war fascist movement. Roots in Italy's 20th century neo-fascist movement. Maloney herself uh, was a, a hardcore neo-fascist militant. It's stunning because of Italy's disastrous history, the last time a hard-right party rose to power. The most far-right government in that country since Mussolini. Most right-wing government since Mussolini. Since Mussolini. A red flag, if there ever was one, says Edith Brooke, a renowned poet and Holocaust survivor. Italy about to see the country's most right-wing government since World War II. Most far-right far right, far right government since World, World War II. II. Since the end of World War II. Maloney's win will probably send alarm bells throughout Europe. You know, it's alarming to a lot of people around Europe. Italy is revered for its history, but not all of that history is beautiful, and many fear that one particularly ugly chapter could soon repeat itself. Yes, that's right. History could soon repeat itself because what we do know about right-wing conservatives They're fascists. Every right-wing conservative wants to see a bloody revolution. Because they're all right-wing conservatives. Wait. Wait, yes. No, we don't. Wait. Wait. With the bloody... Bloody revolutions. Isn't that what's going on with abortion right now? But that's another thing. Yeah, well, I mean, but maybe... Okay, maybe it's not bloody, but we are known for rioting in the streets. Are we? Mm, no, no. It is very, it is very, in, it is very, um, it is not a faux pas. It is very in vogue 
to label your political opponents as one of the negative people in World War II. Fascists. Um, fascists, Nazi. You had Hillary yeah. Clinton saying that she saw somebody at a Trump <clears throat> rally doing No, you didn't. Stop it. Stop it. You didn't. Um, so you have Nazi. You have Mussolini. I haven't heard of Stalin yet. Well, that's because there was that whole thing of which side was Stalin all the time. The enemy, most my enemy people, is my friend. Most people don't know about that. They don't in understand. Class. That. But that's a, that's that's because most people don't the understand new, history. That's true. The new prime minister yeah. of Italy is set to take position of power, Dave. And what's really upsetting people is because she ran on the idea of God, country, and family. You have the quote. We won't play it for you because I doubt you speak Italian. But we have the quote. I for eat you. Italian. It's delicious. I love Italian. Love a good lasagna or a good spaghetti or some eggplant parmesan. I would actually gladly have this being said. I, it's like Steve Dace, the conservative commentator, said, I wish 95% of Republicans would speak like the prime minister-elect of Italy. Here's what she says is going to be on the screen. Why is the family an enemy? Why is the family so frightening? There's a single answer to all these questions because it defines us, because it is our identity. And so they attack national identity. They attack religious identity. They attack gender identity. They attack family identity. I can't define myself as Italian Christian woman mother. No, I must be citizen X, gender X, parent one or parent two. I must be a number. Because when I'm only a number, when I no longer have an identity or reach, then I will be the perfect slave to the mercy of financial speculators. We will defend the value of the human being, every single human being, because each of us has a unique genetic code that is unrepeatable and like it or not, it is sacred. We will defend it. We will defend God, country, and family. What a fascist. If you have heard what that before, fact. I know exactly what um, the whole concept of having a national identity and actually believing in God. You know, we go back to a conversation that we had on a previous podcast with David Barton, and you talk about the foundation of America based upon these same exact principles. This is a type of person who could turn around and win every Republican county in South Carolina, could win every Republican state with this message because this is the core of who we are as people. I guess it's because we're just all fascists. Are we? Really? Seriously? I mean, God, I mean, God country, family. Man. Are you just going to take the next label they throw on you then? Yeah. Oh. White, Christo, fascist, whatever. We did get called that one. Hi. Uh, I know you're watching. Uh, so... Uh, Whatever. Uh, listen, she has a great point here. When you take away the common thread that runs through a country, and I'm so tired of people saying that because you want a country to return to greatness or because you believe in a country, that makes you a, 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 a pseudo-nationalist who puts your country above all else. Yeah, probably. What's wrong with having pride in your country? Well, pride in your country, Dave, would... would like having pride in Italy, you know the evil things that that Benito Mussolini did as 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 the leader of That's, Italy. And okay, well, it's just like Are America. Are we seriously going there? It's just like America. Oh. I can't take pride in what America's done. I can't take pride. Uh, oh, I can't I take pride. Need... I can't take pride in the fact that America's founding documents were oh. a promissory note. Who wrote that? Oh. Martin Luther King. Oh yeah. That we would that we have fulfilled and then plus some, and now we're taking that and. And, and wrapping, warping all of that up in some craziness. I think the strangest part about this, though, is that we're now taking this very truth here. The fact that, you know, she says right there, so the, uh, they attack national identity, they attack religious identity, and we're trying to do that here in America. 
You take a look at what's going on out of the state of Pennsylvania. Prime example. A father is working with his son as a counselor, a sidewalk counselor at a abortion facility outside of Philadelphia. A pro-life activist is being charged with violation of the FACE Act, the Freedom of Access to... Clinic entrances? Clinic entrances. Okay. See how ridiculous this sounds? I can't even get the name. And it's because a pro-abortion supporter, protester, escort, escort was getting in the face of his 12-year-old a while back. This is years. And he had had enough after after several warnings of please stop please don't do this could you stop now he said he said he shoved you him. can do this to my you can do this to me but don't do this to my son shoved him the guy fell down oh boo boo oh didn't break an arm didn't suffer any injuries i'm not excusing violence but violence is not defending well it is defending my child if necessary right. but i'm defending my child the case goes to a district court lawsuits filed against this man mark hawk and the case is thrown out Imagine so when that. a case is thrown out of the district court, you know what we got to do? we got to call up our buddy Merrick Garland. The Department they, of Justice. By the way, thank God for Mitch McConnell and yes. the Senate Republicans for keeping this guy off the bench of the Supreme Court. Because he was that close to it? Oh, boy. In Talk about a change. Yeah, he replaces Scalia and not Neil Gorsuch. <sighs> think about that. That could have been really bad. A travesty of the court we could, see, we could have seen there. Anyway... So now FBI agents come, guns a-blazing, up to this house in a suburban Pennsylvania neighborhood, 7.05 a.m., guns drawn at the door like this guy is the wet bandit or something, right, calling on Home Alone. Uh, And they take him at gunpoint in his home in front of his wife and his seven children. Since the seven kids upstairs tells him to get out, yeah, kids the, upstairs, you don't need to be around this. The, the kids, kids can, can see, see over can, kids can see over the rail as their dad is being held at gunpoint. Uh, the thing that gets me is you've got what 25, 30 agents that are showing up at this Christian pro-life guy's house for a violation of the Freedom of Access to Clinic Entrances Act at the federal level. Yeah, wonder sometimes why the concern of 87,000 new armed IRS agents doesn't kind of make you feel just a little bit queasy sometimes. Because this is where you begin to see, and I, I'm not trying to put on tinfoil here, it's where people can begin to see there is a conspiracy of sorts where the government is going to try to do more and more to step into your rights and police state you into a level of behavior and action. Here's the thing. It is only because this person is a pro-life advocate. It's only because this person is a Catholic. Because we haven't seen a single arrest made in the firebombings of pro-life organizations. Firebombings, Molotov cocktails in the days leading up to the decision of Dobbs and, and in that aftermath of that. Meanwhile, you still have a senator calling on these to be disbanded and disrupted and completely eliminated from the from from society. So it's a cruel double standard, and we'll continue to follow this story as it goes because we want to have more and more information uh, on this as we go forward. I think we're going to see more and more of these, unfortunately, as this administration continues to do what it is they do, and that's go after political enemies. Right. I mean, that's why this whole fascist thing, 
right? You're either a fascist or you're a neo-Nazi or you're a white Christo-fascist or you don't believe in the separation of church and state because you pray for your lawmakers. That's not happening any a lot of places happening here. I mean, we got called out for that for some reason. Apparently, you can't pray on pray in the house chamber because apparently that's weird. Uh, so say say the political elites here in South Carolina. You know, it's fine. Whatever. We're going to keep doing what we're doing. This isn't going to deter pro-life activists and advocates from doing what we do because we're here to care for both baby and woman. We're here to care for all parties involved, and that is just simply the only thing we care about is making sure that we provide what's necessary. Right, and that's the place. It's a place where you watch what goes on where people call out. Like Elizabeth Warren did a call out. I heard another one over the weekend where people are, are calling crisis pregnancy centers, something just short of terrorist organizations because, I don't know, because for free, they're providing services to women who are having pregnancies that are in a moment of crisis and not sure what they're going to do. Never once have I seen a crisis pregnancy center turn around and you have to have an ambulance pull up because of there's a botched uh, procedure that's gone on. But we see that happening at Planned Parenthood right here in Columbia on a regular basis. Right. This is the place where down seems up and up seems down, probably. You may be feeling that way some days. Well, the greater part about that is, is we are seeing some swings happening over in Italy. We're seeing swings happening in Sweden where conservatives are gaining some ground. But... That brings us to our, our newest segment here on the Palmetto we're, Family Matters podcast. We're not seeing the swing set. Actually, the swing set's probably breaking in California because it is time for Crazy Concepts from California. But soon you were gone and already done. That's right. Governor Gavin Newsom leading California, the incubator, the laboratory Ooh. of democracy. All of the ideas that they're trying to put out right now, including this one right here. If, <laughs> if, real quick, if if California is a laboratory, it's the Wuhan lab. Oh, my word. And, Just and saying. Here, here's a prime example right here on your screen right now. This is on Gervais Street, one of the main roads, three blocks from the state capitol. This billboard is actually like at the law school. Correct. Right off the USC campus. So it is right there. And, and it reads basically this, need an abortion? California's here to help. There you go. Love your neighbor as yourself. <clears throat> Quoting a Bible verse on a billboard for abortions. Not a good look, man. Paid for by Gavin Newsom for Governor 2022. So apparently he's not all that concerned about his reelection prospects, but he is certainly in the prospect of at least planting some ideas that he might be wanting to do and stretch out his reach beyond the state of California because these billboards are showing up in seven key Republican states across the country, not the least of which is Texas, where he was this past weekend. Yes, at the at the Tribune something. What did 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 he pay did the state of California pay for him to be there? Yeah, you're not allowed to have state travel to or from Texas right now. Because California. they are because a pro-life state? Extreme stance well, extreme. on abortion. That's right. By extreme, we mean they care about children. But he showed up? Yes, he did. I wonder if there are any like state troopers or, or, or support people with him. I'm sure there are. Would that not be in violation of... Then again, it doesn't he matter. did Rules say, for thee, not for me, Dave. Right. He's kind of like the French Laundry? Mm-hmm. The little restaurant? Okay. We're going to yes. highlight two 
crazy concepts today. Yes. Trust me, there are more. <laughs> there are a lot. Don't a you new, have like a whole like, you can take us what, 2040? Could. Okay. A new proposal passed by the California Air Resources Board, or CARB, I'm low carb, cements the first steps in, in the state becoming the first to ban natural gas. I'm sorry. They're going to ban... They're going to ban wait, wait. natural gas they're, heaters and furnaces. They're banning natural gas. Heaters and furnaces, specifically. They're not the, banning natural gas. They're banning natural gas heaters and furnaces. I gave well, you a bad that, pulse. Isn't that like how a lot of people heat their homes? The decision, okay, which was passed unanimously, aims to phase out sales of the space heater and water heater appliances by 2030. Every one of these, I want you to imagine Gavin Newsom sitting in a tall back chair stroking a white cat. <laughs> Okay. The commitment yes. is part of a broader range of environmental efforts passed by the board this week to meet the federal 70 parts per billion, 8-hour ozone standard that has been set for the next 15 years. Okay. I don't know what any of that means. It, While means, this, it, it means that we're Carb, doing California what California does. Carb chair, Lyanne Randolph, carb chair, I believe that's what I call a, a chair full of like Big Macs. <laughs> carb chair, Lyanne Randolph, I'll make the jokes. While this strategy will clean the air for all Californians... It will also lead to reduced emissions in the many low-income and disadvantaged communities. Now, why would that be? Maybe it's because they're the ones who use the natural gas heaters and furnaces. So we're going to then rely upon we're going to rely upon the electrical grid of California, which we hear has been having some difficulties. According to the New York Times, not over, exactly a beacon of conservative journalism. But over the weekend, this is your headline. Dodging blackouts, California faces new questions on its power supply. Extreme heat is testing the way energy is generated, delivered, and traded, and raising the prospect of perpetual emergencies. Oh, but by the way, hey, listen, your electric heater, which is like totally inefficient, mm-hmm. like takes up more power. Maybe, maybe you should just maybe you should just turn the oven on and open it. <laughs> Leave up. it wide open. Let the carcinogens just. Oh come my out. word! This is why California. You begin to see why these are crazy concepts from California. Why in the world do you turn around and say, But Dave. Oh, don't but Dave today. Leah, it's been so long since I've heard that one. Leah Louise Prescott. Yes. From a nonprofit focused on the transition to clean energy told Bloomberg, quote, We're really hopeful that this is the beginning of a domino effect and other states will follow California's lead on this, this issue. Domino's like full of carbs, by the way. Domino's, yes, yes. Specifically so, their wings and their brownies. Well, that's true. And they're subs now. Domino's has subs. Can you believe it? This but is the domino effect then, I guess, is the fact that they're they're hoping that this is actually going to like spill over into other states, but not like an oil spill. Uh, not quite. One more crazy concept, and again, as we go through this, I want you to understand that my cup today this is a new cup, by the way. Has the American flag on it. Yes. Now, this American flag is not drawn to scale, so it doesn't have 50 stars on it. However, that one does. That one does. And there are some yes. days where I wish one of the stars would just fall off. That would um, be, be a nice little square design right there. It would. Yes, it would. It would make the country more interesting. California, <laughs> according to the Smithsonian Magazine, has legalized... Wait, wait, where did you get this? Is it part of your weekend Twitter troll? Yes, it is. Okay. Well, I'm not a Twitter troll. I just scroll. You Twitter. Twitter scroll, excuse me. Twitter scroll. Careful there. Don't Scrolling? T- you're not don't trolling. Don't call me a Twitter troll. We have trolls. I only but... tweet legal, uh, legitimate arguments. Yes. California has legalized human composting. Human composting. Uncle Fester becomes... By 2027, (laughs) 
Golden State residents will have the choice to turn their bodies into nutrient-rich compost. I am perfectly okay with you donating your body to science. Harvesting organs, you know, that's totally cool. But California has joined a large, growing number of states that allow residents to compost their own bodies after death. This new law, signed by Governor Gavin Newsom on Sunday, directs California officials to develop regulations for the practice known as natural organic reduction by 2027. So, in 2027, you'll be able to compost yourself. 2030, you won't be able to heat your home with a natural gas heater or furnace. And 2035, you're going to have to find a way to make yourself available for an electric vehicle. Washington, by the way, was the first state to do this in 2019. They've been followed by Colorado, Oregon, and Vermont. Human composting typically involves Dave putting a body yes. into a steel vessel, okay. but then you cover it with organic materials like straw or wood chips or alfalfa, like alfalfa sprouts. You can put alfalfa sprouts on your food too. Microbes then break down the corpse and the plant matter, transforming the various components into nutrient-rich soil in roughly 30 days. Whoa, 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 whoa. 30 days mm-hmm. from the time they put you in the steel I'm box. I'm assuming they're not embalming you. I would think not. I mean, I, I would think that, that that so you get a little hay, a little dirt, and a little alfalfa sprouts on you, and like you decompose strong, into strong, strong wood chips. Strong Dave. wood chips. Don't don't diminish human composting. I'm just like that, Dave. saying. This is and this at that, is wait, wait, stuff, at that point. At that point, you're able to then be spread across the roses. Staffers at special human composting funeral homes. Those exist. Okay. Then remove the compost from the steel vessel. And allow it to cure for two to six weeks. Family members can then use the human compost like any other type of compost, mixing it into a flower bed. Or they can donate it to be spread in conservation areas. We make this sound. We make this sound like it's so futuristic and so hip and cool. Y'all, we're just putting, we're just taking dead people, putting them in some dirt. And letting the body break down. That's what we're doing. We're not giving we're not giving a person a proper burial. You might as well just throw all the dead people into a pit. Like the Nazis did. Okay. And <clears throat> and just deal with that. What's interesting <clears throat> is the people who call other people Nazis are doing what the Nazis did. Natural they organic do have projection they do have a projection problem there. They do. Each body produces about one cubic yard of compost. So from now on, when you see, like when you walk into the office tomorrow, you know what I'm going to see? I'm not going to see Dave Wilson. I'm going to see one (laughs) cubic yard of compost. I'm a three by three by three foot uh, pile of compost there. According to Recompose, a funeral home that specializes in human composting, headquartered in Seattle, the soil, quote, returns the nutrients from our bodies to the natural world. It restores forests. It sequesters carbon. And it nourishes new life. Circle of life. Uh, natural organic reduction is safe and sustainable, allowing our bodies to return to the land after we die. I'm glad that Recompose's CEO, Katrina Spade, uh, knows scripture. That's good. Ashes to ashes, dust to dust, compost to compost. From the dust you were formed, from the dust to the dust you shall return. Advocates tout human composting as a more environmentally friendly alternative to cremation, which accounts for more than half of all body dispositions in the United States and is expected to become even more popular over the next few years, according to the Cremation Association of North America. You ever want to work for an organization called the Cremation Association of North America? I have a hard enough time remembering what the FACE Act stood for. This is the complete devaluing uh, uh, of human existence. 
if we don't value you before you're born, why should we value you after you die? There are a lot of stories that we did not cover today that we will be covering over the next few days, which really talks about the devaluization that we have of humanity, of the structures of our society, because we see them breaking themselves down. <clears throat> and that right there is where the problem is. I so longingly hope that California will reach equilibrium. They're not going to anytime soon. Don't anticipate it? No, no. It's, it's a great dream. Because who was before Newsom? Was it Governor Brown? I think it was. I think when Jerry Governor had like Brown, a second Jerry, round. Jerry had two goes at it. Yeah. Before him, before him was Schwarzenegger. Before him was Brown too. Yeah. So he had Brown, Schwarzenegger, Brown. No, yeah. no, you had no, you had Newsom after Schwarzenegger. I think maybe. I don't, I don't know. I don't it's, care. it's enough to be confusing as it is. But Newsom was almost. He did get a recall mm-hmm. election. Burials can be harmful to the environment, as the chemicals used to embalm a body can leach into the soil. About 5.3 million gallons of fluids like formaldehyde, methanol, and ethanol are buried each year, according to Gizmodo. Really? Caskets and burial vaults are also resource-intensive, requiring 30 million board feet of wood and nearly 2 million tons of concrete, steel, and other materials yearly. Listen, we've got to conserve on these materials because they're so daggum expensive. This is true. Now that, we have, now that you understand that, then you understand why all of this stuff is just... So so, so yeah. instead of getting buried and having a proper burial, put in your last will and testament that after you die, you want to help make the petunias prettier. <laughs> Did you seriously how just your, talk about making petunias how are, your, how, how are your tomatoes so red and juicy? Angie no. and... Aunt Susie, no. how, are your, how are your tomatoes so, so well, that's We're a funny story. We're not going there. That's a funny story. You see, okay. you see four to six weeks ago, as we, we had an begin, untimely passing. we begin to wrap up this edition of the Bowser. See, you're avoiding the crazy concept. I'm diving into the crazy concept and how ridiculous and crazy this is. I can't dive into this crazy concept anymore. Yes, you can. Is there more? Because this fights wildfires and extreme drought. And record wait, wait. heat waves. Are you who's claiming that one? In New York, yes. a human <clears throat> composting bill has already been proposed. The New York State Catholic Conference expresses similar opposition, writing that this process fails to protect and preserve human dignity and respect. And they're right because it's stupid. It's it's a crazy, crazy concept. concept from California. And hopefully, these crazy concepts, in the words of our governor, don't happen here. This is true. That's the goal. But again, these are things that no one talks about, and you kind of want to keep your eye out because as things travel from from the east to the west in terms of Europe to America, it is typical that the things that start in the west coast make their way across. Eventually get to the east coast. It's already in Vermont. Watch out, Bernie Sanders. But that was me. I shouldn't have said that. But... These these ideas will eventually move a whole toward new the east coast. Of where the syrup development's going to be in the next few years? I'm just saying, keep an eye out okay. on what's going on. We will have more. We'll have more on our next edition of the crazy concept of pancakes with us too. After this, I agree with our bumper music. <laughs> yes. I am officially done with, with California. California, and 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 hopefully hopefully they get their heads screwed on straight. Maybe it'll take getting Gavin Newsom to run for go, uh, run for president. Before but he said he's it. not going to do that. He's going to run for president. But he said he's not going to. Okay. He said cool. it, he said I can say it in French and, and Spanish and Yeah, I'm gonna take Governor Kendall's word. 
at face but value. But Kendall also doesn't say says that he also doesn't trust politicians. Yeah, so he does says, he trust himself? I don't trust politicians. So as a politician, I'm telling there you, you this. We appreciate you joining us for this edition of the fastest growing conservative podcast in the state of South Carolina. Just a reminder, the House here in South Carolina is meeting today to determine whether to concur or non-concur with the Senate's amendment to House Bill 5399, which we have discussed at length. We'll be tracking that entire conversation today and keep you up to date on what's going to be going on with that so that you're fully aware the other thing we wanted to make you aware of is there's a great new article that was just posted up at palmettofamily.org from our friend bob McAllister on frankie son you probably recognize that name if you caught the first edition the first episode of our recidivism series if you go to our website you can check out the story the the phenomenal story that bob wrote on frankie son and the impact that the gospel has had in reducing the number of people returning to prison in south carolina because the gospel changes everything there's a great story and you can uh, watch the video series if you haven't had a chance to do so yet at palmettofamily.org by the way, you can also go to palmettofamily.org, sign up for our email newsletter. You can also download the Palmetto Family Council app where you can watch that entire recidivism series. And I think, Dave, on our next edition, not only will we talk about what the House decides to do, but I think we'll talk about the renewed effort by our esteemed press secretary to possibly rename the Atlanta Braves. They were at the White House. I couldn't help myself. They were at the White House yesterday, <clears throat> and I really want to talk about it, but it just didn't fit into the schedule today. But I promise you, we will get Corinne to it. Jean Pierre because has I have thoughts. Corinne Jean Pierre in the White House needs to treat the Atlanta Braves' name like they treat the southern border and just don't talk about it. We'll be back on the next edition of the Comedy Family Matters podcast for Kevin Cayello, Mitch Prosser, Dave Wilson. I'm Dustin Hall. We will see you down the road.